podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 36 and 38 look quite good for a lot of the good teams, and it's actually 37. And even with a double, might not look so great. Hello everybody, my name's James and for the benefit of those listening to the audio, you're listening to Ask James, my regular YouTube live stream where I welcome questions from the YouTube community on anything football related. Hopefully some gremlins in the system have been dealt with. It's just coming up to quarter past 12 on Friday, February the 16th. We are just under 24 hours away from the Game Week 26 deadline. And the big news this morning is Mo Salah is back in full training. It's not likely to influence my plans, which I'm happy to share with you, are as follows. For those who listened to the podcast yesterday, you probably get an idea that for me, it's probably going to be Diogo Dallo in place of Trent. And then I sat back and thought about all the money I had in the bank. I thought, what would I advise to others? And I'd have advised to the others, take a minus four for Bukayo Saka. And that's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to put my hands up and say, yeah, that didn't work out for me. That's a big mistake. Arsenal's next four fixtures are outstanding. And actually, he's the player that's going to do me the most damage over this period. He's also the player that I think I'm without that I probably want the most um, on reflection of last week. So I could be stubborn about it and not correct the mistake. Or I think what I'm going to do is correct mistake. So that's the plan for me is Trent Dallow and it'll be Cole Palmer for me to Bukayo Saka from minus four. And that will leave me in place with 11 for next week as well with the hope to roll. But if there was Man City team news next week and Julian Alvarez wasn't in it, then Alvarez to Solanke a bit early would be the plan. That's where I'm at. It might change during the course of the day because it's team news and stuff. But I thought I should clarify that on Saka because that wasn't really in my plan yesterday until I looked deeper about what I was going to do about the money I had available. Originally, I was going to ignore it. All right, let's get into the question. CM Punk 2310 says, Hi, James, currently stuck on three different strategies. 11 in 26, two hits to field, nine in 29. Uh, Trent to Aki or Trent to Palmer, Mengi, uh, sorry, Trent and Palmer to Mengi and KDB from minus four, four. or Trent and Gordon to Region. And KDB, I ain't just Trent to Aki, to be honest, mate. Fighting about too much, I think, with with the team to force KDB in, I think. So, yeah, Trent to Aki. For me, that would be top choice, by the way, in terms of Trent replacement. If I didn't already have three Man City in place, I'd have been going for Nathan Aki myself. So, yeah, Nathan Aki, I would define now as a top pick to replace Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, Miles Thompson says Richie and Trent out for either Salah and Bradley or KDB and Canate. Don't want to get rid of Richie as bought at 6.6, but I'm planning on getting Sun as my Spurs attacker in two weeks. Well, the difference between the two is KDB is going to be more useful for you than the Mo next week. I think in terms of Mo, look, he's back in full train. That's great news, right? In terms of his availability for this week, that tells us he's in contention and he'll get minutes. I would imagine he's most likely a substitute tomorrow and starts on Wednesday. That would be my most likely on it. And it's possibly a similar story for KDB, but then KDB plays in 26. So my personal preference, in all honesty, right now would be the KDB route. Uh, MRCX says, uh, hey, James, uh, hope you and the family are well. Should I play Solanke, Poro or Moreno? So... Time recording, we don't have uh, clarification yet from Ange Postacoglu. His press conference obviously at one o'clock. We'll f- hopefully find out a little bit more about Pedro Porro then. I, I do know, the only reason we know about it is because Tottenham had an open training session at the stadium yesterday and neither Porro or Doggy took part. We do know definitely that Pedro Porro was at the stadium. So shouldn't be too serious of a nature anyway, even if he is ruled out of this weekend, that may very well be the case. But from that lot, I think Solanke, for me, Newcastle haven't looked like great shakes defensively. So go with the talisman of Bournemouth up front, mate. Uh, Murphy says, is it worth a minus four to do Mabama to Tony and bench Bowen this week? As you reflected, minus four is Tony for Bowen. I mean, on the face of it, probably yes. 
probably. Um, but, uh, you know, just factoring your plans to 29, are you happy just to cut Jared Bowen out? I realise he's in bad form, but the fixtures are very good leading to that route, whereas Ivan Tony's are more difficult. So that if you're sitting there and you think, well, I'd rather have Bowen than Tony next week, well, then don't do it. If you do, then, yeah, work away for the minus four. Uh, MRCX is when do you plan on using your free hit? Can't say with certainty. Um, probably be defined in the build up to game week 27. It could yet be game week 29 for me. I think if there's um, a combination of results, such as Manchester United playing in the game week and perhaps a, a Newcastle as well, and I look at those two teams and think most people can't get there, that might be enough for me to actually go for it. Um, rather than, oh, I can't cover, I'd cover it fine. But those would be the two teams that a lot of people be struggling to. And I might say, do you know what? That's where the advantage is, 29 rather than later on. So in my head, it's 34 or 37. I'm obviously someone who's without the bench boost, so I can remain very, very flexible from that perspective. I think the 34 route will probably be the most likely for me. But yeah, it's it's absolutely not defined as yet. But I imagine before 27, I'll, I'll, I should by that point, when I do the chip strategy podcast again, which will be in 13 days on Thursday the 29th, I think I'll probably know at that point. Uh, CM Punk 2310 says, what's your opinion on Spurs potentially without Poro and a doggy? Is it more of a problem than when Van der Ven and Romero were out? No, not as big. No, not as big. There's a potential issue in terms of Neto going at Ben Davis tomorrow, um, but you've got Van der Ven coming across to that side as well. So no, it's not as big. It'd be a little bit worse in terms of build-up, but could we cope without that for one week? Yeah, fine. In terms of the structural... Davis can't do what Udogi does. And actually that's a bigger miss than Emerson just covering for Poro for one game, actually. So but for one game, if that's all it's gonna be, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have huge concerns if it's Royal and, and Davis tomorrow, to be honest. Uh MRCX is what's the least amount of players you think is acceptable for the blank? Don't really want to use my free free hit for it, but Trent being out eight one transfer too much, I think. Um okay. If there's three fixtures we know of in game at 29, right? Tottenham at Fulham, West Ham at Villa, and Brentford at Burnley. What if there's no, if, if it's just those three, do we, do we really need defensive players? Like, I think you could just get away with the seven attackers, to be honest. Like, I certainly, I, I wouldn't, you've got to have 11. Now, things happen where, like I said, United are at home to Sheffield United, if Newcastle are at Palace these sort of surprise results happen and it changes, then you're going to get more variations in terms of what teams people have. And then you probably need to hit it a little bit harder. You look at things like United, I'm the chef United, if you fancy that for a clean sheet, you know, the likes of say Dallow, Trippier, these players would suddenly come on radar. Whereas to be honest, Porro at Fulham, it's not great. If you're sitting there with a West Ham or Villa defender against the, the opponent, it's not great. If you're going with a Brentford defender now, like cool, great, it's double game week but you're also probably not going to pick this player again until game week 29 in most circumstances. So no, I I wouldn't look at that. You could easily have seven attacking players in game week 29 and outscore others who have 11 subject to what you've got. Right. This is what I always say rather than the, how many it's the, it's the who, right? Cause you could get to 11, but if you go into 29 with say no Tony, no son, no Richarlison, no Watkins, but oh, I've got 11. Right, well, you're in more danger than if you've just got those four as part of a seven. Uh, FPL Habesha says, Hey, James, would you do Trent, Reggion, and Palmer to KDB? This gives me 411. I can roll my free transfer to 27. Yeah, I, I don't I don't hate that. I mean, of course, those getting Brentford defenders probably do play it in 26, in, in fairness. I looked at that option. Um, I know Tom Med, would, our Brentford correspondent, would say Reggion. I said that I had a little preference for... Ethan Pinnock personally, but I think it's probably a coin flip. Selling Palmer, as I discussed yesterday, is going to be a difficult thing for people to do, particularly those who are sort of up a million in value. But Chelsea's really is the only team that you want to sell from this week. There's no other team you actually really want to sell from, even those with shit fixtures, because they might be handy for you next week, considering those four teams that obviously blank. Chelsea's the obvious cut this week. So... Yeah, I, I think it's fine. If you can get KDB in and that works for you, yeah, I'm absolutely fine with it. Mike says, hi, James. What are your thoughts on wildcard 27-28? My strategy might affect who I bring in this week. I'd say we had a, a, a really interesting chat with one of our patrons last night. Um, I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning him, uh, him FPO Odyssey. He's a really good follower on Twitter as well. 
Um, and he's he's planning for this wildcard 27. And it's something we mentioned, you know, off the, the other side of the kind of the first blank. But it's not something we looked at in too much detail. And I have promised Alex that I'm going to have a, a look at it from my opinion. There were definitely flaws in that strategy, but there's a lot of immediate gain if you get it right as well. So, yeah, it's something I'm going to have. I haven't looked at in too much detail, but I'm going to have a look back into it. 28, I would think, to be honest, it only really works if Bournemouth and Luton both play in 29. Bournemouth's fixture run, what's really interesting about them, it's 30 to 32. They've got Everton at home, Palace at home, Luton away. So if they did play in 29, you'd almost have to steam into three of them in 28, I think, almost irrespective of what it costs because they've covered 29 and then what would come afterwards. That's the sort of thing as well where if Bournemouth and Luton both play in 29, and that is a possibility, um, then for those three hitting in, in 29, it's going to be quite easy for the others to to get stuff but then how much of that do you want to cover through? But carrying the Bournemouth particularly looks good for a number of weeks afterwards. It might even delay people's wildcards to sort of like game week 33 for those planning to go afterwards. Uh, Milan Rizavi says, hello, James, who would you prioritise out of City mids or Saka? And would you take a minus four for City mid instead of Jensen? Currently have zero City planning to get the robot, obviously. So, I mean, look, I should clarify, I've said the intention is for me to get Saka back. I think... I can get kind of driven into thinking towards 29 and I need to look at 25 to 28. And I think Arsenal have got the best of it and I shouldn't ignore that. Um, so again, I have to say mistake selling him last week, right? Sometimes that's the best thing to do is say, do you know what? Yeah, it was an error. Um, I would, however, uh, if I could get De Bruyne rather than Saka this week, I would. Now I've already got three City in place, so it doesn't really work for me. If I cut Alvarez to get De Bruyne, then suddenly it's going to become a minus eight. That's not the right thing to do for me because it would be effective minus eight just for De Bruyne. So um, would I take a minus four for a City mid instead of Jensen? Well, if that person's name is Kevin De Bruyne, yeah. Would I go for Rodri instead of Jensen? Nah, possibly not. Possibly not. Jack Welland says, Hi, James. Worth bringing in Gabriel and Saka for Trent and Palmer for a minus four. Already have Saliba, two times Liverpool, three times City. Yeah, I think so, mate. What you think about is, is the immediate gain as well. And I, I realise, obviously, Cole Palmer can obviously go go off. You know, they could lose 5-1 and he scores a penalty and it's enough, right? With the blank next week as well, it's got to be justifiable. We know we wouldn't necessarily say take the hits. But if you, if you, if you look at it over the two weeks, the appearance points on Gabriel should make up for Trent. And obviously, you've got Saka going in with an extra fixture over Palmer over the two weeks as well, and then a good run afterwards for for both players. So, I think yes, I think it's it it would have been easy for me to not go down this back to Saka and just no, I'm going to stick to the plan. Kudos twenty, you know, kudos I'd mentioned a lot yesterday. This was the first time I got to a plan that didn't involve buying kudos in twenty six, and I think I liked that more as well. Colin Johnson says, "Morning, James. Trent to Van Dyke for free." Taylor to Bradley minus four leaves me five who blank in 26 do the three or both. Trent to VVD perfectly understandable. Um, Taylor to Bradley for minus four would, would be a, a no. What you got to factor that is as well. You was never playing Taylor this week. So someone else was playing instead. So the effective minus four becomes Bradley instead of another player. I presume anyway. Uh, Odin Gilmore says I need to play two of Garnacho, Palmer and Calvert-Lewin. Uh, Calvin Lewin, jeez, have you ended up there? <laughs> I'd, I'd, to be honest, I'd I'd leave Palmer out from that. I think uh, Lord Officer, my friend, says hi, James. For twenty six to thirty ish, I w- would you buy a defender from Aston Villa, Manchester United, or Wolves? Yeah. So on the pod I did yesterday, I mentioned about Villa kind of being probably most people's number one target in twenty six. Um, subject to what they're selling and, and what requirements are and perhaps subject to what Villa do tomorrow a little bit as well. I, I've already got three, so I look in different directions, hence me looking at um, Dallow now, mate. So, yeah, I think Wolves is probably less of one. I get it. Cover 26 particularly nicely and 28 not badly as well. And obviously the 29 fixture is good, but you, it'll, you'll be conflicting unless you go with offensive assets because we're all of us will be heading to 29 with Solanke anyway, and that's who they're due to play. So Villa, yeah, I think it'll be a hot topic next week. I would prefer going Manchester United now, I think, 
if it was a choice of one now, one next week, I'd go United first, take the Villa information from this week, go back to Villa next week. Um, if we were just going one, I'd be honest, I would possibly chance something with Villa, something like Moreno. It is a it is a bit risky, but I'd probably go down that route. Simon Kurtz says, hi, James, which one would you bench? Watkins, Odegaard or Gross? Christ almighty. Uh, with reluctance, Pascal Gross, mate. JP says, how many minutes do you think Salah gets now? Klopp says he's available. 100? 100 feels like a fair estimate. You know, half hour tomorrow, maybe sort of 70 on Wednesday. In, re- in preparation for 90 and maybe more in the cup final. That feels about right, but it's Mo. We should also remember Mo doesn't really get uh, injuries, particularly muscle ones. In fact, he doesn't really get injuries at all. So there's two sides of looking at this. One, he's so important to them. Do they tread carefully? Or B, do they look at him because he's such a machine and doesn't really get injuries, doesn't pull muscle injuries, etc. They go, okay, we he's ready. We can put him in. And that might be that the decision is made. I suspect, though, with an empty week beforehand, you've got the choice of Gakpo, Nunes, Jota, Diaz. Do they need to force him in tomorrow for what will be a, a, a physical and bruising game? You're always going to get that at Brentford as well anyway. So are they better off using him late in the game? I think, yeah, if he starts, he might... I would look at it the other way. If he starts, he might not make it to 60. Might be the other way of looking at it tomorrow. So... Yeah, I think mean, probably about 100. I'd say your maximum is probably about 130, 140, I think, which would be good. Like, you know, if you offered me that now for Alvarez, I'd bite your hand off. I can't see me get into that, to be honest. Uh, Dermot says, hi, James. Trent just confirmed out to after the cup final. Uh, he's Trent plus Thiago Silva is also likely to be out. So Virgil van Dijk and the Man City defender, most likely Diaz or Aki, worth a minus four. Cheers. Yeah, I can't see a reason why not. I mean, think of it this way. Selling two players who aren't going to play this week and between the two you're getting in, they might get you eight just in appearance points. It's got to be, mate. Just check how you look for 26. Craig Kemps is thinking of bench boost with the Bravka, Poro, Branthwaite, Garnacho. Would you still play it if we got no Poro update in Andrew's press comments? No, Craig, unfortunately. We did this on the Patreon pod yesterday and everyone that we looked at that was good at the time and this was before we had the Poro information, everyone that we looked at that we liked in terms of a good bench boost had Poro in it. Um, I I just personally, I couldn't be doing it unless there was clarity from Ange at one o'clock today that says, yep, he's fine. If, if he's if he said, yeah, he's fine for tomorrow and that's what you want to do, I think that's a pretty good bench boost, mate, in terms of single game week players. You're not going to find much better than that. Um very possible that it all gets sort of seven, eight points, but it's not bad at all, Craig. But I think if you've got a player who's got a single game week, who's a doubt, it becomes an abort. The thing is as well, I'd think about it like this. It's not game week 37. If it was game week 37 and obviously you're forced, you might as well do it. It's then or 38, you might as well get on with it. The upside of, of players hopefully having doubles at that stage. The thing is, it's game week 25. It's not like there's not other opportunities. There are. Now, in the immediate for you, I, I get this. As a Brantway owner, he's probably not going to come around again quickly. He's probably not. Game week 27 might be a maybe, but it depends on the players you're playing this week. And if you're carrying quite a bit of loot and it looks like Villa at home, like it, it, won't, it won't look so good, for example. But I think if in doubt, Craig, you've got to know that there'll be another opportunity. It's, it's not like you're in your last chance. I get it. If you sit up for it, it'll be disappointing. But unless Poro's given the thumbs up, mate, it's it's an abort for me. And that, that would be the same for anyone else, irrespective of what they've got on that bench. If you're carrying a single game week player who is a doubt, that's an abort in terms of bench boost. There's another 13 weeks to go where it can be used. JP said, if you had one midfielder spot as a City player, who would you buy? Money, not a worry. Uh, money, not a worry. K- KDB. <laughs> It'd be pretty straightforward for me, that, I think. Yeah, KDB. Uh, JP says, Tony in for Watkins, worth it? Not for me, no. In the immediate of this week, yes. But I think the bigger picture is you'll certainly want Ollie Watkins next week. So, Plus, factor in um, what I said yesterday 
about the potential blocking um, further down the line of having Tony, uh, Haaland, and obviously going Solanke, like what gets cut in 28, have to be Haaland. If you're not bothered from the value perspective, then it's obviously not going to matter that much, but it, it might well matter to you. Um, also says, do Villa's injuries limit Watkins' attacking appeal in any way also? How would they adjust tactically, do you think? It, this is a typical kind of spin-your-narrative one, right? Because they're going to be weaker defensively, they might even become more offensive. It's possible. Danny says, would you do Watkins, Darwin Watkins, so the, the flip-flop, uh, if it ultimately means a minus eight to get 11 players out in 26? No. No, for me, that would be a, a completely leave it be for me, mate. Um, you know, I could do that sort of move and it's it's not on the table for me. Let's put it that way. Uh, MRCX says, when we know plays in the blank game weeks, so if you're referring to game week 29, then obviously we'll find out after the FA Cup fifth round which will be between 26, 27. So we'll know 100% on the evening of Wednesday the 28th. For said, our next chip strategy podcast will be out on the 29th. So we'll get straight into it the next day where we know what it looks like. We can project 34 and 37 with way more accuracy. That's the plan. Uh, Shank says, hello, James. What, in your opinion, are Bradley's chances of starting the next two games? Certainly a chance, um, but Joe Gomez could obviously play that position and Liverpool playing two physical teams um, who will on occasion go direct. They might use him as a weapon to attack Connor Bradley. So I imagine he starts one. I'd be pretty confident of that. Both, debatable, debatable. I, I, I wouldn't have any confidence. Well, let me put it this way. I wouldn't have any confidence in any Liverpool defender starting twice other than Trent, um, sorry, VVD, or unless you want to consider Alisson as one of them. So VVD is the only one I would have confidence in playing twice. For me, I've got no interest, therefore, in anyone else. Uh, Jacob, Jacob says, hi, James, due to injuries, I need a defender to bring in and play this week. Uh, preferably someone who has a fixture 26 and 29. Who would be your preference? So I would possibly go Moreno if you haven't got the free Villa. Good fixture 26, plays 29, fixture now. Um, decent fixtures in terms of particularly sort of 27 if you want to use it there as well. 28 home to Tottenham is fine as well. So if you don't have free Villa, I think that feels like the most obvious one to go to. Um, West Ham's form is concerning. Tottenham obviously don't play next week. I'm looking at Dallow, but obviously at the moment doesn't play in 29. So the answer for you, and I think the answer might have been for me if I wasn't already on free Villa, is that it might have been Moreno for me. And there is a risk to that. There is a risk with Luca Dean fit. Uh, Aaron Hill says, sorry if I have a lot of questions at once. I'm a uni lecturer, so I need to get them in so I can watch this later. Do you think Bradley starts both? I've done that, so I'm going to skip. If I went Maguire, I could then sell Jota for free next game week after hitting him in this game week. Money from the Bradley move would also help me in the near future. Yeah, but Maguire's, you've already kind of let, nailed it. So where does it leave you for next week? This is part where I'm going Dallow, right? Uh, Henry says, start Ariola or Leno, thanks. It's probably a little bit of a flip, isn't it? I'll be honest, if I had Watkins, I'd probably be influenced to go Ariola, personally. Uh, but slight preference might even be with Leno with the home fixture. Uh, Nathan says, hi, James, love your content. What are your thoughts on bringing Doku in this week? I should get good minutes with uh, the JG injury. Uh, already, that's Jack Grealish, obviously. Already have Foden, can't get to KDB plays in 26. No, wouldn't particularly be Kane, to be honest. Should get good minutes based on what that we'd seen previously. We can't play Foden out there. Could, couldn't they? Could just play Foden there twice. Might not play with anyone now. Yeah. The thing is, Grealish hadn't played for ages, right? So was Doku playing every week then before? It's punty, isn't it? Also, I think with this, we can get kind of, oh, what about now? Let's, let's think of it this way. Let's say he does start twice. Cool. Well done. What about 26? Did he play that as well? Because you probably need for 26 as well. I just feel like this sort of player is a punt that I wouldn't want to get involved in, me personally. Uh Kevin Holmes says, oh, no, it's more from Aaron set because I've got to read this out. It says, uh, uh, he's also got, 
Oh, this is from Aaron again. Own KDB and Foden already. A or B. Start Bowen 26. Bowen and Foden 27. Oh, there's too much going on there in terms of your longer-term plan. Uh, you're free-hitting in 29 for some added context. I mean, I wouldn't worry about Bowen so much if you're free-hitting in 29. Aaron says, also wanted to say thank you for giving me stuff to look forward to every week. I've been desperate to join your Patreon for ages now. So when I get my next student loans, I'll be there. All the best. Thank you, Aaron. Good luck with the studies. Uh, Kevin Holmes says, rolling a transfer this week and playing triple captain, seven doublers, but is Salah worth a punt on Capsi over Haaland? Right, so you know you want to go triple captain Haaland, but now you're, you're wavering in terms of punting. Stick to stick to the obvious here, I think. Uh, Nathan says, also bench Watkins or Gross. I've covered that very similar one for someone else earlier, and I said Gross. Ali Bismo says, hi, James. I still have Shimikas in my team. Don't ask how. Should I get him out for, for Saliba now? I only have one free transfer. The best of my defenders, the rest of my defenders, sorry, Aporo, Gabriel, Estupin, and Kabore. Cheers. I think Shimikas will start one personally. And that's what makes me nervous about, you know, you think, right, one for Robertson, one for Shimikas. So in terms of Bradley Gomez, you've got Quantzar, you've got Gomez can cover there. Yeah. Um, I'd probably just keep that, I think. And he'd be a definite bin next week. I think so. You could get lucky. And I think of it like this. If I said to you now, Shimikas wouldn't play tomorrow, but you'd play Luton at home Wednesday, you'd keep, wouldn't you? I think I'd chance that. JP says, best Sky differentials for the coming game weeks, in your opinion. Uh, I need to still watch latest Sky Fantasy Football episode. Uh, well, watch that from Wednesday and there's lots of answers there, mate. Charlie says, hi, James. Everyone seems to be benching Palmer. No, I'm selling by the looks of it now. Would Watkins be a better option given Villa's away form and injury woes? No, Villa are at Fulham and Chelsea are at Manchester City. And that's what it comes down to. It's not Watkins is definitely better than Palmer. It is the fixture, isn't it? Ross Harrison says, hi, James. No message, but thanks for your hard work. And everyone subscribe, like, and join Patreon. Thank you very much, Ross. Uh, Craig Kemp says, thoughts on Calvert-Lewin as a Sky option for Monday. Seems to have solid underlying data with no returns. The problem is, Craig, is confidence on the floor. Um, yeah, do you know what? I don't mind it for a punt. You go Palace at home, Brighton away, and then sell and move it on to a Wolves player on the Sunday. Like, I don't mind. I haven't predicted a clean sheet in that fixture for Monday night, and therefore I may end up looking at a defensive player. It is very punty. I don't put it this way. I don't think he'll haul. Ali Bismo says, would you buy a Saka back in 26 or rather get Bowen instead? Planning not to free hit in 29. Both Saka and Bowen are great fixtures, but Saka is on a hot streak. But I've now, well, I'm saying now, I haven't bought Saka yet, but the plan is obviously then for, therefore for me to have both. Um, what I kept asking myself is, what if Chelsea lost to Leeds? This was kind of the clincher. I discussed this on Patreon this morning. What if Chelsea lost to Leeds? What would happen then to me if I knew Arsenal and Chelsea was on in 29? And the answer was obvious. 100% I would buy Saka in 27. 100%. With Sheffield United away, Brentford at home, Chelsea at home. Definitely. And then I had to look at the next two, Burnley away, Newcastle at home, and ask myself what I was worried about, knowing it will probably go up against Dan Byrne next week and plays arguably the weakest defence in the league, bar one this week. I, I sold him last week rather than a Boeing because of moving towards the strategy. Think of it like this. Yeah, it might cost an extra hit. But if I said to you now, Saka would score, would only score three points more than Bowen over the next four weeks. What do you think about that? I think most of you would think that he'll outscore him by more than that. Therefore, if it needs the hit to reverse it at the end, it's worth it. Alex Barrett says, Palmer to Garnacho for a two for zero before going Neto or Huang worth it on Sky. And if you're going to stick the armband on him, mate, otherwise then for me, it's an effective three for zero on an Everton or Palace player on Monday night. Patrick McCarthy says, afternoon, James. Love the content. Start Carnacho or Solanke. I mean, probably Solanke still, I think, yeah. KCG says, afternoon, James. Thanks for your time and effort. As always, I've already moved Trent to Aki. Currently, free City and Darwin as doublers. Would you hit in Jota to remove Gordon? No. No. No, I wouldn't. Gordon as well is going to be useful for you next week right and it's a shit fixture away to Arsenal but it is a fixture good 27 fixture no I wouldn't no I would, I would leave that be personally uh, JJD says Palmer to Jota or Palmer to Diaz 
and Ariola to Allison from minus four. Prefer Jotter over Diaz, mate. Owen Jones says, I've liked the stream before he's even on 40 of us in here right now. Bang the man a like. Cheers, Owen. Um, Brunson says, hi, Jane. Yep, that's just for weekends. You promised you'd keep that quiet. Uh, FPL Habesha says, hey, James, would you do Trent to Region, Palmer to KD Bay? I feel absolutely certain I answered that one earlier on in the stream, mate. Uh, Owen Jones says, I'm one of the sad, sad souls on six double game week, but no Haaland. Would you hold the triple captainship if not for Haaland, considering Alvarez, KDB, Jota? Yeah, I think I'd hold it, yeah. I think either Solanke 28, or obviously remember before 28 comes around, we'll have more information on what opportunities lie further down the line. Um, not definitively, but we can have a much clearer indication. Um I think he'd be holding it back for me. Let me put it to you like this. If I said to you, Holland had Fulham away and Tottenham away in game week 37, possibility, and City were going for the title and he was going for the golden boot, would you rather captain Holland with that or would you rather captain a different City plan now? I think it would still be Holland 37 for me under that circumstance. I realise you might get blocked by a bench boost and stuff like that. But I think there'll be other opportunities. There'll be other opportunities. For anyone who's doubting it, yeah, for me, definitively, Holland triple captain. I have seen a number of teams looking about that do look like they can be bench boosted instead. Like I said earlier, I think that Porro doubt as it stands is possibly going to be very conflicting for that and make it a little difficult. Uh, Lucas Amstrup says, is it worth taking free hits between now and game week 29, one in 26, two in 29, to be able to field 11 players, would it be better to just free hit 29? Your timing of your hits is important, right? So, look, if you, let's put it this way. Let's say you go into next week. This is how I look at it. Let's say you're going into next week with nine players, okay? You take a minus four for two offensive players. They can obviously get booked or subbed early or not start. But in theory, you should cancel out the hit just in appearance points. And it's the same in 29. So your timing is quite important. So if you take me, let's say I'm bringing Saka in for Palmer now, this week. I could obviously leave that till next week. So the fact that I'm making the decision to do that now says is me saying I think Saka gets five or more more than Palmer this week. That's what I'm saying. Because otherwise I could just leave that transfer to next week. Now the flip is doing it now as well does give me a little bit of advantage in terms of I'll actually have an extra transfer down the line. So though it's costing me four points now as well, I'll actually have an extra transfer along the path because if I roll next week going to 27 with two rather than one right so that comes back and possibly saves me minus four later on you have to factor these sort of things your timing's important uh fpl cockney red says hi james who would you bench out gabriel poro pinnock uh number one two and phrase uh, for me the order on that honestly would be gabriel poro pinnock uh chances are it's not going to matter so as you've written it and TJ says, hi, James, hope you're well. Would it be a good idea to bring in Doku over Foden and KDB if Grealish is out for long-term? Thanks, Jan. I'm going to skip Anx. I covered it for someone else a little while ago. I'm not hugely keen. As I said earlier, Jack Grealish has not started a huge amount for Manchester City over the last couple of months, and it doesn't feel to me like Doku has been starting all the games. Uh, Cole MCC says, uh, Power Tories, Doughty, Region, for game week 25 to 29, leaning Doughty, but if he turns out to not have 29 fixture, maybe going Region now is better than trying to get Doughty in 28. Again, how does it leave you next week? It's quite important. So if you're short, there's definitely more reason to perhaps get Region. But I'll be honest with you, to just cover you through all the weeks and take all headache away, I don't actually mind Torres. Let's wait and see what Unai Emery says this afternoon. But you might give us an indication that Torres will start all the games. In which case, I think I actually prefer that because it'd be more useful to you across the board. Like you could use him in any week. There's a few there with Region, such as 28. Like you're just not going to want to use him. Um, and I think 27, there'll be better options as well. Torres feels like a better cover for those two weeks if necessary. So actually, as said earlier, I'd probably prefer the Villa option. Uh, Brunson says, hi, James. Would you play Gordon um, or Adebayo? Oh, God. I mean, you'd have to go with a double, wouldn't you, for the offensive player? Um, but I'm also not convinced that you've necessarily got six other players better than Gordon this week. 
Co-MCC says Bench Watkins or Solanke. It'd be Solanke for me. Vish says, hi, James. I only have Watkins that plays in 29. Which players should I target for my team long-term if I'm free-hitting 29 and potentially wild-carding after double game week 34? That's interesting. So focus on little bits at a time. I think like Villa have a, a good, long, sustained run there. I think if you're going all the way towards 34, you need to keep the, the three best teams in your mind. So it's Arsenal, City, Liverpool. It's worth saying Tottenham's run up to basically game week 33 when they go to Newcastle is pretty good and will carry you through quite a lot as well. So the honest answer is it's still the best teams in the majority of cases. Bournemouth from 27 is a massive target for you. Massive target. Um, and TJ, and also, is it a good idea to bring in Doku or Palmer? Uh, Doku for Palmer, covered, so I'm going to skip. Vish says... I know you're a bit against another 24-hour stream. <laughs> Very much so. Um, but what about if you did one with guest appearances, Nowly slots, example, Mark, Harry, etc. come on for our cameos alongside you both. I heard Mark and Az. I watched Black Box last night. And thank you guys for the, the shout-outs. It was very much appreciated and the kind words. Um, I think Az did a better sell of our patron than I'd done in quite some time, actually. Um, and no, I'm not saying you won the Big Mac challenge. Um, look, format wise, yeah, maybe that damn near killed me. <laughs> Admittedly, it's probably more of a situation where I could take more breaks now. I'd be really, I don't want to do that again. They really disorientated me for quite a while afterwards. So I don't want to do that again. I've made that clear several times over that I do not want to do that again. Um, I mean, it's not just that. It's 24 hours away from my son and it might as well be a lot of time beforehand because you imagine, oh, one hour slot's great. Guess how much planning that needs. I don't think people realise the planning that went into it when we did it last time. And then what, I've got days of disorientation where I'm not going to see my son the next day either. No, I don't really want to do it, to be honest. Um, Owen White says, uh, best Brentford defender to replace Trent until game week 30. I think most will say Reguion. Personal opinion, Ethan Pinnock. Uh, Philip Sutter says, Hi, James. Thanks for the great content. I'm considering a minus four with Trent Palmer out for either VVD, KDB or Aki Jota. Which would you prefer would need minus four to field 11 in game week 26? So I guess this has got to be one City and one Liverpool, right? Mind you, the money there. Money there doesn't seem to make sense. Is it KDB and... I mean, if you can do KDB and Aki, that's the preference here. I don't know if you can. That's the preference. Um, I'm not I'm not sure if that's worded correctly. I've understood it. Maybe it's one of VVD or KDB and one of Aki. It's got to be, isn't it? Then I, I, for me, it's KDB and Aki. Nasu says, which City players do you think start both games in a double? Edison. Aki. Rodri, Holland. I actually think Foden will probably start both. And there'll be someone else, like a, a Carl Walker or a Diaz. Um, to half the team, maybe. Uh, Akil says, uh, is he usually this late? Yeah, I'm always fashionably late. I like to keep you lot waiting. Louis says, should I do Raya, Raya Trent, Solanke to Fleck and Gabriel Tony for a minus four? Um, not loving that. Get rid of Raya this week, and then what? Play Flecken instead of Raya in twenty-eight when Raya's ineligible and Flecken goes to Arsenal. Not loving it. Not loving it. Solanke. I, I think if I was sitting there on Solanke, I'd arguably looking just to keep it at the moment. It's going to save you moves down the road. Greg Frost says Darwin, Diaz, and Jota to Boeing, Kudos, and Watkins next week. Any alternatives? Uh, yeah, they don't have to be West Ham Villa players, but as said yesterday, those are the two teams that people are going to target a lot next week. So, yeah, I understand that. Uh, Ruben Villa says, Hello, James. I can field 11 for blank 26. Do you think I should free hit salary in and then wildcard salary in 27? No. Then what about 29, mate? 28 against City? Kevin Holmes says, thoughts on FA Cup games being behind a paywall? Well, we don't quite know what that's going to look like yet. Um, obviously, TNT have picked up 
the coverage of the FA Cup games. I think it's from next season. They've said they're going to show every game live that isn't a three o'clock game. Um, what does it look like in terms of the free TV? I, I don't know. As someone who has got it, it's, it doesn't really matter to me, but I think um, the FA Cup should be kept in the public eye as much as possible in terms of terrestrial TV. Yes, I do think that, but ultimately it'll come down to money, right? And who's going to spend the most? Uh, Ethan says, any suggestions for a sub 4.4 defender that will play in 26 and 29? So, uh, Pau Torres doesn't point it. Diego Carlos would have been the one. So, is Pinnock and Region in that that bracket? They might be. Um, 26 and 29. It's not great. It probably is that. It's probably a Brentford player, I think. Uh, Iveo says uh, Palmer to Diaz from minus four. Wildcard 27 could bring back Palmer if I want. Yeah, I mean, uh, many of us are going to be influenced with with Palmer by what value we brought. As I said yesterday, I bought at 5.7, so it becomes a, a much easier sell than someone who bought at 4.9. I, I obviously completely understand that perspective. Um. There's upside in it, but Diaz doesn't play next week either. So what are you doing about next week? That's all. Uh, Murray Roach says, hey, James, uh, Trippier, Porro, Palmer to Gabriel, Van Heck, KDB from minus four seem logical. I'll be fine for next week. Um, you're getting rid of three players you're not going to want next week. So from that perspective, yeah, I can perfectly understand that, mate. Uh, James Smith says, hi, James, just one Liverpool here for the double. Can get Salah in for free. Palmer, Trent out, worth it. If you can get Mo Salah comfortably without breaking up your team badly and it leaves you okay for next week, then be my guest. Get him. I've already said, you know, in terms of expectation on minutes, where we're probably at is sort of about 100, I think. And that's going to be better than a normal week for Mo, isn't it? Uh, by about five minutes. Emery Kappa says, Hi, James. It's either double Arsenal defence or bench one of them for Trippier for me. I also have the Bravkado. So is it sort of like double Arse versus double Newcastle? What do you think? No, I think it's um, play Trips, really. I think. With Trips, he's in as much for the offensive stuff rather than the double defensive stuff. And I realise those two Arsenal centre-backs is, is not too dissimilar at the moment. But yeah, I would I would I would find a way to play trips, I think. Uh Cole says VVD and Rodri slash Doku or Doughty slash Region and KDB. Um the KDB route for me, mate. Tom Reynolds says bench one of Moreno is Stupinan or Porro. There's every chance that Ange will take that decision out of your hands with Pedro Porro. Um, but I would play a Stupinan over Moreno if that helps. So it would be Moreno last of the three if Porro's fit. Luke Curtis is afternoon. James, hope you're well. I have goalkeeper issues going forward with Allison and Ortega. Who would be the better transfer for Ortega? Neto, Flecken, or another? We don't need to do anything now. So, to be honest with you, I'm quite tempted to just say Allison to Emmy Martinez next week. Consider that. Jamie Anthony says, Do you have a captaincy matrix? Yeah, it's first is Haaland, second is Haaland, third is Haaland. Um, my top three, in all honesty, this week on the deadline stream tomorrow will be uh, Haaland, De Bruyne and Foden. GG Magpie says, is Watkins to Tony worth it? I've covered this. Burger Hook says, hi, James. Is it crazy to go with just four doublers this week? Haaland, KDB, Foden, Nunes and Roa transfer. You've got a very good four, mate. Of course, it's not crazy. This is what I've always said about this week, right? Other than Chelsea... Most of the good teams have a great fixture this week. That was always a case. Oh, I'm steaming to Brentford and Luton players. Okay. And ignoring the fact that Arsenal are at Burnley, Tottenham are at Holmes and Wolves, United are at Luton, Newcastle and the Bournemouth, Brighton are at Sheffield United. It's not the how many, it's the what. It's very important a lot, mate. You've got some good doublers there. Matt Bryant says, hello, mate. Also sold Saka last week. So I was going to ask about reversing it, but Palmer at 5.2, but think he's the one to go. You already answered that, so we'll just wish you and the family well. Thank you, Matt. You too, mate. The lad's doing well. Uh, Lemon Seamus says, hello, James Trent and Alvarez to Aki and Tony, minus four faults. 
have free City currently. No, it's not on the agenda for me. I've got Alvarez. Um, to be honest, even if I, if I went Treble City, probably still wouldn't be Aki. It'd be Foden, De Bruyne, Haaland for me. So, no, I wouldn't be flipping that. Um, I'm not desperate to get Tony. Do I think it's great for this week? Yes. I don't think it's going to be amazing for the, the few fixtures afterwards, personally. Lee Thompson says, I had James, I have uh, Mengi, Trippier, Van Dyke, Brantway, and Gabriel. I've had Mengi since game week five, so not brought in for the double. Going free at the back, but really don't know who to play. Um, Van Dyke, obviously. I think Gab- Gabriel and, and Trippier. Uh, and if you've got Mengi and Brantway on the bench, subject to what your goalkeeper and other player on the bench is, you might want to be thinking about bench boosting, mate. Uh, Ganesh Kumar says, hi, James. Bench boost the below. Flecken, Richarlison, Pau Torres, Van Heck, uh, or triple captain Haaland. It's triple captain Haaland because we can't be certain Pau Torres will play. That would be my very simple logic on that. Whereas you look at the, the one above, I'm very confident that Mengi will come back in the loot and saying Brantwaite definitely plays for Everton. And has actually got a better fixture than, than Torres this week. So it would be a no for me because you just wouldn't be certain enough on Pau Torres, unfortunately. Unless, like I said, if Emery says that later on today that gives you confidence, great. I don't mind it. Keep with double, uh, OOP midfielder and Richarlison. The other two don't have terrible fixtures. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. But again, is that opportunity possibly going to come up better at another time? Lucas says, if you own Trent, should you transfer him out this week to get an extra bench player or roll and get him out next week? Get on with it. Don't see, you know, if he's confirmed out to at least after the Carabao Cup final, I don't really see what there is to to wait to think about. It's too much money that can be used elsewhere. You really you might find as soon as you take him out that it opens a four million doorway from, you know, Bowen to KDB. Suddenly you've seen something that you couldn't see before, right? CRS27 says, hey, James, Trippier and Palmer to Powell and Salah minus four. So we're hitting here to get Moe in. It's it's a no from me. Listen, I I know how good he is. I don't need telling any of that. I'm well aware, but it it's a no for me. As I said previously, I think if if someone can work in nicely to get him in for free, and it doesn't lead them to handicaps for game with twenty six, cool. But the chances are it's a it's a minus four for you, um, possibly to get him back out again next week as well, or an alternative player because once he's in, he probably stays in. Also, handicaps you maybe on value a little bit. A no for me. Uh, Brian Robinson says, James, been a crazy week and I haven't gotten to listen to a lot of the great patrons. Subscribe, everyone. Uh, would you prefer to roll or change a Botman to a doubler, benching a Stupinan or Arsenal defender? Nah, I'd leave it be. I mean, Botman's not going to be huge use to you next week, but I'm mean, playing a Stupinan and Gabriel Saliba, White, whatever you've got this week. I think it's perfectly reasonable. Uh, Charles says, hi, James. Would you think a free hit 25 rather than free hit 34? Teams double in 34, likely are mid of the league, top of the league, unlikely blank. The return upside seems not that high. Yeah, but the return on it is, it might not be that. It might be a different time. It might be 29. It might be 37. Um, One really interesting thing as well, if you want to look right at the end of the season, 36 and 38 look quite good for a lot of the good teams. And it's actually 37, even with a double, might not look so great. Um, and I, I think there could even be some scope to, if if a lot of the good teams didn't end up doubling in 37, even maybe even 36 or 38, and steamrolling into something that a little bit unusual, you know, thinking outside the box. For this week, what I really dislike about free hitting this week, it's not to say people shouldn't do it. I know um, one of our patrons, Victor, won't mind me saying this, but he's been set on it for weeks and been planning his transfers around it for a while. What I personally really dislike about it is what I've already said, though. Arsenal got a great fixture. Tottenham got a great fixture. Man United, Newcastle, Brighton, great fixture. It's not like West Ham's is bad either. So even all these guys with single fixtures, great. We can do, ah, oh, steam into Treble Loot and Treble Brentford and what, to take out your Richarlison's and Sackers and Garnachos and Fordens and Trippiers. And yeah, it's not for me personally. Uh, FPL fella, uh, James, Trent to VVD to then get out of Bear 11 in game week 26. 
like the instinct I think is Trent to VVD. I prefer Aki if you can do that because of the extra fixture. It should obviously he could get benched, but in theory it does give you in twenty six. Um, whereas I think if you go VVD, I think you know that's a short term play. Um, but if it suits you in terms of this week immediately, like if you ask me who's the best defender in the game for this week only, it's, it's Virgil. It's Virgil Van Dijk. Tim WD says, do you think Callum Wilson has probably kicked his last ever ball? I doubt Newcastle will keep a squad place for him next season. Uh, his last ever ball, I, I don't think he's probably going to give up playing, mate. But yes, there's every chance he obviously may miss the rest of this season. Uh, Pelos Penn says, does the upside of Bradley negate having 10 in 26 or just get Maguire? Think of it like this. This is an interesting thing. If Liverpool had Luton at home next week, and weren't blanking, what would you do? You'd, you'd probably go Bradley, but also you might also, you might be thinking, well, I really need that player next week. Maguire's going to play at the moment, isn't he? It's a dull hard pick, um, but it carries you better. Also consider, what if Nottingham Forest beat Manchester United in the FA Cup? Remember I said earlier, I won't rule out free hitting in 29 because it might suddenly be there's a scramble for Manchester United and Newcastle players that none of us can get to. And there might be in more upside to go back to the previous question about 25-34. It might be more upside in going six Man United and Newcastle players in 29 than holding out for something later in the season. So I can't be locked into anything definitively. Um, but with that in mind, I'd rather go Maguire. Uh, a man can't says, hi, James. How do you recover from a big red arrow uh, by being even more bullish? Egg Garnacho, Liverpool to Arsenal, mid for a hit. Be patient, sensible. Thank you very much. It doesn't really suit my game to be aggressive, like I'm arguably being here with Saka, but I think it's justifiable. Um, for me, I find it quite easy because from a fantasy perspective or even a football perspective, the most important thing at the weekend to me is what Tottenham do. Sign me up for the red arrow now as long as Tottenham wins tomorrow. So it's not the most important thing for me. Also, for me, the process is about the decision. I can't affect the outcome. I'm not playing. I can't affect it in any way. I can only make the best decision I can and then the result will be whatever it will be, which which means not getting too low when it's red. And it also means, by the way, not getting too excited when it's a great green either um, because then the process starts again. Luck v skill walled out, right? I try and remove myself from the outcome. I don't get hung up on it. Listen, we could all have a bad week and feel bad about it. And obviously if we have a good week, we all feel good about it, but it's not defining to me in terms of my mood to what will happen next. So I think look, the, the best advice I can always give is try and be happy with your decision before deadline. And if you're happy with your decision and you go, well, if this goes badly, I've made the best decision I think I can make. And all of us, I guess, try and do that. Then it will be what it will be because Football has a lot of randomness about it. Uh, which one of us saw Sheffield United winning 3-1 at Luton last week? Let's be honest. Which one of us saw Arsenal winning 6-0 last week? Paul Kitt says, start Palmer over Gordon. Gordon up front did not look good in the past and Bournemouth have been decent defensively. Palmer against Old Club. Chelsea City, big game. Feels like he can even get two returns. You play it your way, mate. I'd be going with the guy who's the third highest score in home games this season. That's Anthony Gordon. Uh, Dixie says, hi, James. I'm 100 behind in my league and already used second wild card. Would you go rogue with a triple captain, go for Jota against Haaland? We'll put it on Haaland and go differential down the line. Cheers. Yeah, I'd go differential down the line, mate. You're way more likely to end up this week 125 behind than 75 behind if you go against. It's a reality. Uh, Snicko says, hey, James, uh, looking at Spurs meets game with 27 and 28, how would you rank Sun, Richarlison, Madison? We'll get one each of those game weeks. Cheers. Um, I think this is probably dependent on Sun. I think at the moment it's got to be Richarlison over Madison at the moment. Um, and then where Sun fits into, whether that's first or second in that order, I think um, probably depends on what I see tomorrow. So my instinct is... Um, that it'll probably be want to go and buy Richarlison first. That's my instinct. Yahya says, Hi, James, would you do a stupid and doughty for free? Wouldn't force a hit in 26, but would mean 
I have to rely on Lamptey starting versus Everton. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be any stupid hand this week. Um, and Lamptey could be great for you next week as well, by the way. But no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be selling this stupid hand for Doughty this week, personally. Again, think of it this way, right? If the Liverpool game was next week and Luton were playing Man United this week and Liverpool away next week, you would not be making that transfer. Uh, ben Hardesty says, Morning, James. Would you bench boost Raya, Palmer, Estupanan and Moreno or play safe and triple captain Haaland? Me personally, I'd be massively put off by the fact that Palmer is playing the best team in the league. And I'd ask myself, is there another opportunity where I can do this later on? Admittedly, you might not get a better Estupanan chance. You might get a better Moreno one. Um, you might also get a better one with two keepers as well. I'm going to guess if you're benching Raya, you've got a keeper with a double. Excuse Excuse me. I would definitely say in fairness, Ben, that's one of the best ones I've seen. But I'd still go with a robot, I think. Um, Jane Mullet says, now that Salah is back in training and KDB played 90 midweek, is there a reason to go KDB to Salah? No way. Not for me. And listen, of course, Salah can outscore him. It's Mo, right? But no. I think that's overthink for me. Uh, Hayley Beck says, is it what? And KDB plays next week. Hayley Beck says, is it worth a minus eight to bring De Bruyne in? <laughs> See, that's why I love this game. Should I go KDB to Salah? Do I need a minus eight to bring KDB in? I think minus eight is probably a bit too much, but subject to what you're selling, right? If you've got players that are definitively out for the next couple of weeks and, are, you know, I don't know, let's just say hypothetically you're selling Trent, Porro and someone else and they're all going to be out for a couple of weeks, then yeah, it probably is worth it. Uh, Nathan says, do you prefer Sun and Palmer to Foden and Doku minus four or Sun and Poro to Foden and Aki minus four. Um, I, I wouldn't be really getting rid of Sun at, at this point. Um, I, I think I'd just go Poro to Aki unless you need to find the money. I think. I wouldn't want to get rid of Sonny this week, I don't think. I'm fairly certain he'll start tomorrow. Probably on the left, admittedly. Um, I wouldn't want to get rid of Sonny at this minute, mate. Dermot Wood says, Hi, James, would you play Poro or Stupinan this week? Cheers, mate. I'd play Poro, but it's going to depend what Ange says, I think, doesn't it? So, uh, And that should be out kind of any time now, actually. Um, I think Poro sounds like he's going to be quite defining for uh, a lot of people this week, by the sounds of it. Um, Aaron Lagor I'm just going to cover off three more of these that I can see on the screen uh, Aaron Lagos says afternoon Jimbo if Poro is out would you bring in VVD don't own any Liverpool or Saliba already own Gabriel defenders next week does come into play doesn't it um, and also the fix it might even be it could be a one week decision it could be a two week decision it could be a four week decision the longer that decision's being made over, Aaron, the more I think you'll find you'll you're leaning towards the decision of the Arsenal player. For this week specifically, obviously goes without saying, well, I have already said Trent, I think would um VVD, sorry, would be the best one for this week specifically. Um, no update from Ange as yet. Uh Yahia says uh I've already done that one, so that means someone else is gonna get an extra question. Uh Erica says, yo, James, who should I bench Palmer or Porro? Personally, I had the team bust this week with Porro in it and Palmer not. Personally. Uh, Jordan McCulloch, you get the last one, says, you've, you've maybe answered this, but how many Liverpool City do you have for 28? Concerned having four is too many. Jota, Walker, Foden, Holland, thinking Walker out 28, free hit 29, plan for 30 plus, really use wildcard. So my plan when I hit 28 will probably be to have uh, Hall and Foden Jota with every possibility that one and subject to perhaps Bournemouth's FA Cup results, maybe two to go. Um, so I don't feel, I know they'll all be offensive players as well. So it's not conflicting. Listen, Liverpool City could draw three, three of each other, right? We know that. So I don't think that's terrible. If you're going into it with like Van Dyke, Aki, Bradley, yeah, you probably want to have a look at that, right? Um, but if it's just the offensive players, I, I wouldn't stress about that too much, mate. 
Okay, guys, we'll leave it there. It's been going on for nearly an hour or so. Sorry to those who have not got through the questions, but I suspect I've probably covered most of the stuff in what I have answered. Um, deadline stream tomorrow, 10 a.m. UK time uh, on this channel on YouTube for the advanced tier patrons. Your team news stream is at 4.30 p.m. today via Patreon. Uh, next week's content, I can tell you, Game Week Review podcast, Monday Clash of Correspondence Tuesdays, Manchester United versus Fulham with Gary Robinson and Dara Curran. Uh, just seeing to say thanks very much to everyone on the stream. Smash a like, hit the sub button. For those on the audio, five-star review does go a really, really long way. I wish you all the very best of luck this weekend. I hope your arrows are green. Be nice to each other. And for the benefit of those on the audio, cue music, please, man child. <laughs> Fantasy Football Show. Sports Social Podcast Network.